Hi, welcome along. It's Adam Dickens Sports Show once again, bringing you this weekend uh, some Premier League fixtures, my score predictions, um, yeah, and some of my thoughts on these games coming up. So we're going to dive straight into it because I've got to play golf later, so priorities. Um, uh, the first game tonight, and then hence why I'm having to do this today and not tomorrow morning, um, is because Aston Villa are playing Leeds. Top of the table, Aston Villa. Um, Leeds used to score loads of goals, now don't score many because they played one game and that's going to goal. Um, I've gone for Villa to win 2-1. I really, I'm not really sure about this game. Obviously, Villa have been up to an amazing start, so they're really, really confident, I would have thought. But um, uh, I think Leeds are going to be a headache for a lot of teams. Um, and actually, away from home, even though there's no crowds and everything, they actually think they set up probably a bit better. Um, and that kind of pressing, um, running about high, high pressure sort of style um, will cause a lot of teams a lot of trouble at home when, when you know the home team wants to be on the front foot. Uh, but I, I just think Villa might sneak this just because they're you know that little bit of confidence there. And like I said, with Leeds not winning um, last time up, uh, they might be a little lacking in confidence. Who knows? I mean, there was the international break, so I think some of those games last time round, it's it's kind of hard to to judge where teams are. It's, I think it still is really hard to judge where teams are because of. Uh, because of the nature of the beast at the moment, it just seems to be all over the place, doesn't it? So, anyway, yeah, Villa maybe just sneak that one, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lee's got a 1-0 or who knows what that could be. Then we go into the Saturday games. First one up is West Ham, Man City. Um, I've written it down somewhere. I can't see it for my life. Yeah, OK, so I've gone for City to win 3-2. Um, I do think there'll be goals in this game. Um, West Ham have been really, really impressive, really. Um Great fight, great spirit, great comeback in the Tottenham game. They think they can, you know, score and compete and beat anyone. Did really well in the way work the way win at Leicester as well. Um, City, I still got issues with the defence. I know they got a clear clean sheet against Arsenal, but I thought more that was because Arsenal just really didn't play very well. Um, uh, yeah, again, I think there'd be goals in this one. I'm really not sure what this result could be at all. To be honest, if if you know if West Ham won two 0 I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, go for City, 3-2, um, and yeah, see what happens. Up next is Fulham versus Crystal Palace. Uh, Fulham got their first point, Sheffield United last time out. Um, I've gone for Palace to win 2-0. Uh, I'm still not sure about Fulham's defence. I think Sheffield United scored against them, but it was late on, and I don't know. But I suppose Palace, you know, they set up, they set up to sit back, play on the counter-attack. Just fancy they're going to nick this. They probably won't score two goals, so they don't, but I've gone for 2-0, um, and I'm pretty happy with that. I'd, uh, Fulham obviously need to start doing something. They need to start winning games, especially these home games against teams like Palace, teams that they you know can beat. So, you know, maybe they'll be extra motivated and um, sort themselves out. But um, I, think, I think Palace take this one, and I think it's going to be a long season for Fulham. Next is Manchester United versus Chelsea. This used to be a big game between two teams at the top who actually had the chance to win the league, but now it's sort of a mid-table uh, relegation battle. Uh, not really, is it? Um, so I think I think this game could be a draw. I've gone for 2-2. There'd definitely, definitely, definitely be goals. Chelsea are terrible at the back. United aren't great, but they've sort of sorted themselves out a little bit and are finding, finding out who they are as a team. Um, especially at the back. Um, played really well in Paris the other night. Um, I think the, the United, I think, are set up to play more on the counter-attack. And I think against the really big teams, like in a game like this, where the other team may be expected to 
if they have put the majority of the possession, it's okay. United are quite set up well for that. They've got really good pace up front. Um, and I think it just helps the defence when the midfield sits further back um, and they rely a bit more on playing it into the wings and the full-backs don't bomb, bomb, bomb on as much. Um, Chelsea, on the other hand, looked really, looking really, really good going forward in nearly every game this season. Um, uh, Werner and Havertz and uh, Ziyech and some of the other guys who've come in. Pulisic, I think, played a little bit in the, the game midweek and last weekend. And he's, he's, it looks like he could start against. He's a massive bonus for them because they're sort of similar, really, Chelsea, in that they'd be a much better um, counter-attacking team in that they've got really good pace up front. Um, really good creativity and guys who can beat people one-on-one, -on -one, but also the defence is rubbish and they need to sit back and protect them a bit and then just, you know, launch balls into the channels, get it up to Werner and up to Havertz and try and win free kicks and then get the ball up the field that way. So I think it's going to be, a I think this will be actually a really, really, really good game. 2-2 two -two for me. Um, well, again, I wouldn't be surprised whoever one nicked it. It's going to be a, a close one. Uh, final game on uh, Saturday is uh, Liverpool and Sheffield United. Um, I've gone for Liverpool to win 2-1 Liverpool will be favourites I mean they really should win this uh, good, good, good result in midweek yeah Sheffield United are really struggling um, I just don't see any I don't see any, any way that they can win this the only way maybe is if they get like an early goal on Liverpool uh, feel the pressure get a bit nervous or something but really I think Liverpool win this fairly comfortably um, yeah that's the way I see that one going Next up is the Sunday games. We're into Southampton and Everton. This could be a really good game. Uh, they're both playing really well. Um, they've got people who can score goals. Um, Everton are pretty ropey at the back, though, so that's why I've gone for Southampton 2, Everton 2. You know, no trust in Pickford, really. Um, just feel like he's going to give every team a goal every week. Might save one as well, but, you know, let's get equal it up. Um... Um, I figured Southampton are going to be on the back foot in this game. Everton are going to dominate the ball, but you know, again, Southampton, like the other these teams, they they're, they're better really when when they're not in possession, when they have to play on the counter. Um, and with Danny Ings, you've always got a chance. I mean, he just is. He's not really a predator, really. He's a really, really good all-round player. He's, you know, he's big, tough, physical, good pace, two good feet. Um, just a complete player, really. And you know, if he wasn't English, he'd probably be playing you know, uh, for one of the really big teams and his transfer would be like a million, billion pounds. So, yeah, I th fancy that to be a really good game as well, actually. So, yeah, Southampton 2, Everton 2 is what I'm going for. Next up is Wolverhampton Wanderers and Newcastle United. Um, I have gone for Wolves to win 2-0. So, I think a few games ago, I would have said Newcastle had a really good chance of um, winning this one, even. Um but actually, the last couple of games, like Wolves have looked really, really good. Um, back to their old ways, really, of pretty tight at the back and uh, nicking goals. Um, yeah, I don't think there'll be many goals in this one. Gone for Wolves winning 2-0. That feels about right. Um, St. Maximin's the, the big guy for Newcastle. You know, whatever he does, you know, he potentially can create goals and do things just on his own. Um, and with Callum Wilson up front, they've always got someone who can nick one as well. So, yeah, should, should, be, a, should be a decent game, but not maybe that many goals. Um, and we'll, I think Wolves just nick it. Uh, next up is Arsenal and Leicester. Um, I have gone for Arsenal to win 1-0, which is... Yeah, it's about one, maybe. Um, <laughs> Leicester seem to have... Like, all the goals seem to have dried up for them. 
that's a worry. Vardy, I'm not sure if he's going to play in this game. Um, that's a worry. Who's going to get the goals? You know, um, got lots of potential players there, lots of talent, uh, but players that don't tend to sort of score the goals, really. I mean, Madison, Tielemans, guys like Damari Gray, Inacho, you know, they always do well. They've got good sort of talent ability to go past people and things, but they just don't step up and score the goals. And they don't really have anyone to score goals when Riley's not in the team. It's a worry. Um, I don't think Arsenal could keep a clean sheet there, even though I've written it down. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think it's... Yeah, I just think Arsenal are going to nick this somehow. Um, Aubameyang, since he signed his contract, has done nothing. He needs to do something. I think one of the young guns, Nketiah, Saka, someone like that, they're nick one. And they're really the future of Arsenal. If they're going to go anywhere, it's the these young kids they're bringing in because they look really, really good. I think Partey's going to play this game so that could make maybe make Arsenal a bit more solid in midfield. Um, hopefully they don't find a way to destroy it though, themselves, you know, Louise or Shaka or someone, you know, just doing something silly. Go for Arsenal to win 1-0. Seems about right. Uh, two games on Monday night as well, which I quite like, even though they've, you know, obviously one of these games on box office, ridiculous, which is Brighton versus West Brom. I mean, no one's going to buy that game. Um, who do I fancy in this one? Yeah, Brighton. I, uh, West Brom have been quite full of goals, to be fair, even though they're 0-0, didn't they, last time out. Um, Brighton, though, are pretty solid. And, yeah, I just, I just think they're going to nick this game. Being the Premier League team with a few more years' experience and West Brom being newly promoted, always sort of fancy the, the established Premier League team against the newly promoted one. Um, Brighton need a win, that's for sure. Um, West Brom are doing okay, but they're not... Um, they need a win as well. <laughs> Everyone needs a win. But, yeah, Brighton really need a win to sort of kick-start their season. And um, I think they can go on quite a good run if they do um, get a few points under their belt because they, they do play some good stuff. And uh, there's, de there's definitely... Um, a lot, of, a lot of talent on the team. Um, yeah, I just think they're going to nick this one. Next up, and the final game of the weekend, is Burnley and Spurs. I've gone for Spurs to win 3-0. Obviously, what happened to them last week? Um, it's probably going to hang around for a while. Those last sort of 10 minutes in all every game they play, they'll be sort of worried. <sighs> just super disappointed in Burnley all season. They really need to get back to basics and sort themselves out. Um... I, I, I sort of worry for them, even though this was traditionally a sort of game where you were like, oh, Spurs, a London team going up to Burnley, they, you know, they, they, they'd beat them like 1 or 2 nil, and, you know, Spurs wouldn't be in the game really at all. But um, no, I've, I fancy this one. I think I've really got a really good th vibe that I think Bale's going to start this game. Um, and I just think Spurs have got too much up front. Um, Burnley might nick a goal, but I'm going for Spurs 3 nil. Um That's a run up. Rundown of that. Uh, we'll come back in a few days and see how we did. Um, final thoughts on uh, the new proposed European Super League. Um, it's never going to happen. Never, ever, ever in a million years. Um, the only thing that's really saving football um, from the sort of franchise American model, which obviously I love American sports and it's got its place, but it's in one country and that's the reason it works because you're one country, one law, one employment law, um, so you can do it across Europe with all the different leagues and across the world to be fair um, it just it won't happen um, firstly if you have like a permanent league where there's just certain teams in it um, will people still will they have, keep a B team in the in the in their own domestic league um, will anyone stand for that I mean I wouldn't um, will they leave 
their own competitive leagues and they just play the same old teams every year, which would be pretty kind of boring, really. Um, and ultimately, say the big teams did leave um, the European com uh, their own domestic competition, so to go and play in a, a European Super League, um, you'd you potentially have like say then the next tier of teams so say like in England like you know Leicester Wolves that kind of thing they're not in the European Super League but then they you know they're in the Premier League and they're the better teams in the Premier League so what if they went on and won you know three or four Premier Leagues in a row wouldn't they say well you know we've got the domestic right we're the best team in England we should be playing in things so it's not like you know a franchise type model anyway talking about all this it's just never ever going to happen because because that's what the Americans want. It's proposed by the two, you know, Liverpool and Man United and the American model. It just won't work because of the laws across different countries, um, because of the way football's structured, the, um, the democracy still within football. So each division, each um, league and setup has their own, you know, every member votes for teams to come in and leave and the rest of it. So, um, yeah, and, and, and this whole sort of money grabbing exercise, there's plenty enough money in football as it is at the moment with the Champions League, Europa League domestic cup competitions, domestic league, and then traveling around in the summertime playing all over the world. There is tons and tons of money in football. Doesn't need more money. Um, if anything, it needs to sort of start divesting a bit and actually spreading money around a bit so that the game at grassroots and above is healthy and that everyone has access to the game um, to go and watch games. We don't want these, like, these European games like this. I mean, half the tickets will probably go to um, sponsors and stuff, or maybe more, two-thirds. I mean, it's just ridiculous. There'd be no one in the ground who actually supports the teams, um, and that's what we've got to get away from, getting back to um, having more proper fans and kids and people who want to watch the games you know, in the stadium, not just people who there came for the prawn sandwiches. Anyway, enough of a Roy Key rant. Um, I'll see you soon um, for NFL um, tomorrow morning. I think I'll be doing this. Uh, now I must play golf. Awesome.